0: Welcome to Inspiring Women Revolution. On this podcast, we talk about breaking the cycle. Here, we talk about the importance of supporting each other as women. Here, we inspire each other to stand tall, find our strengths, and succeed to where we wanna be. We encourage each other constantly to better our lives along with sharing our downfalls that helped make us reach further to achieve our goals. We all have our stories. And these stories are what makes us real, raw, and honest. Our stories are being told for you. Our goal is to help you see that no matter the drama in your life, your goals are attainable. Inspiring Women Revolution. Building up relationships with you. My next guest is not female. No, no, no. He is male. (laughs) And just letting you all know, again, I love bringing amazing men onto the show because I love the fact that it takes two in this world. It takes a collaboration of men and women to be great and be inspiring and be motivated and to do more. And we sometimes miss the having a conversation about really great guys. And so I wanted to bring on my amazing co-star, Dan Fergal. And you know what? I can't ever... I remember the first time I saw his last name. I was like, F-E... Uh, oh god (laughs) so anyway i want to welcome dan dan welcome to inspiring women revolution and thank you for your time
1: no thank you for having me ari it's a pleasure to be here and don't worry you are not the only person who has had that reaction when looking at my last name and and also pronouncing my last name i don't think anyone has ever in my entire life pronounced it correctly the first
0: time and it's so for our audience and myself, exactly, how do you
1: spell it? Say it. Uh, so how do I say it? Uh, Furigel. Furigel. Furigal, yeah. I've had a few German people pronounce it, and I think they, they probably pronounced it correctly in German, but no one ever has pronounced it. As from what I can recall, I remember being at school and, and at, at grade five when I first went to my new uh, high school, shall we say, and... Uh, we're all sitting in an assembly and it was an all boys school and that the teacher at the front was or the principals were reading everybody's names because we were grade five and we were the first years there. And it's like, you know, it's like something, something, something. And then Daniel, uh, and like, yeah, just, <laughs> I, I just, I just, put, I just put my hand up and say, yeah, that's me. <laughs>
0: yes. That's me. Yes. Thank you very much. I do have <laughs> a very similar problem with uh, with my name as well when you say my full, cause I get, Adriana Ariana uh, Areola, Ariola I mean I can name it uh, how, arugula how,
1: how, <laughs> how do they how do they screw that up there's like no oh, d
0: in it there's no There's no d I think you know much like when people look at your last name it it like fear ensues inside them and they start sweating and it's dripping down the side of their head and like they get all yeah. nervous and they're like, i don't even know how to say that last name no I,
1: I i yeah i know exactly i know exactly uh how you feel i when i introduce myself to new people i say daniel rather than dan because a lot of the time i go uh sorry ben was it or stan or something like that stan, so, stan. I, so i so I, yeah so i always say daniel and it's it sounds very like very professional
0: hi i'm daniel it does. It does. It does. That'd be like me having saying my full name, Ariane. Nobody yeah. says my name right. It's funny. No one in my Arianne. house, not even my daughter. <laughs> They're like, oh, Ariane. <laughs> well, that's, that's uh, it's good that fun. you've taught her well. <laughs> yes, yes. I think, uh, but you know, I think all my life you just go, oh, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to respond. Just call me Bob. I'll no, go that's fair that. enough. Well, my, <laughs> yeah.
1: my, my very first agent in Australia or my only agent I had in Australia, she pronounced my name incorrectly when I first went for the first meeting with her. And I was like, I don't know, 21 years old. I was nervous and she pronounced it ferrigal I didn't correct her. And I never did. And to this day, I'm no longer with her. But to this day, she still pronounces my name like that. And I've never told her. Like, it got to a point where I was like,
0: oh, I can't correct her now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now I know the last, I because I like to do word association, you know, with names. So it's like the end is goal. So it's seagull. You know what I mean? Yes. So now I can really remember, always remember fear goal right? Yeah. Dan Siegel. Dan, Dan Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I can remember that now. Um, awesome. Well, now that we've got that all straightened out, <laughs> yes. thank you so much. I, I love the fact that you have this great family. You know, you talk about your family so much. You have a decent sized family, right? Yes.
1: Uh, so mum and dad and two younger brothers and a younger sister.
0: And where do you fall into that?
1: Um, I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest, eldest boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Were you that kind of brother that set traps and tortured your siblings and <laughs> in a good way, of course? I wasn't that kind of an older brother until probably maybe my teen years where,
1: you know, the, the, the kind of the friction would start to happen between uh, growing siblings where everybody was kind of going off on their own emotional teenage angsty kind of journey. And like, I would do things which I would thought of, which I thought was funny. And it was kind of more, you know, like brothers knocking heads and like, I we would be really kind of physical with my little sister, like wrestling her on the bed and throwing her on the bed and like all that sort of stuff. But she loved it. But at least that, that's what we thought.
0: <laughs> she loved uh, it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we would never, we would never, I, I was never the intentional kind of like, Oh, I want to hurt this person. We obviously I got into fights with my brothers as we were growing up as, as siblings do, but never anything kind of like untoward, shall we say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I was a pretty, pretty kind of shy, quiet kid, uh, bit of I, I wouldn't say I was a, a, a quote unquote nerd that you would call a nerd back in the day, but I was, I, I guess I was shy and sensitive. There we go. I was a quite sensitive, sensitive kid, but uh, when my, when my brother's, and my little sister, we would, you know, get into arguments. And then I got to an age where I'd get into arguments with my mom and my dad and, you know, the whole, you know, mom, I hate you and dad, I hate you and all that sort of stuff. And you kind of go through that little period and then you realize how stupid you were. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> is. Thankfully, it's such a small window.
1: Absolutely. I remember seeing my little, like growing and like old enough to see my sister go through it with my mom. And it was mainly my mom that my little sister kind of aimed at because they were so similar and that was like me and my mum because we were so similar um and also because mom was very she was very very hands-on very loving very wanting to know that we're okay and and sometimes for kids growing up we were like mom leave me alone i'm independent da, 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 da. <laughs> that would kind of that would kind of frustrate us and i guess that's why we would get into into arguments but i saw my little sister kind of go through her little uh precocious 15 16 17 year old period and uh, now like it just completely flips over and everybody just loves and adores each other
0: yeah it it, it's really amazing but I feel like those are are incredible growing pains for when you get older you know as long as you realize that those are growing pains that are supposed to stay where they are (laughs) and not fall into your you know your 20s so not that I would imagine there's much difference of growing up in Australia but sometimes there's like a little cultural difference of how kids are raised or whatnot would you find that there's a difference you know being here in america and and kids in australia slightly different at all i i obviously haven't spent
1: a lot of time with families growing like having kids kind of growing up it's like just i would like interact with my friends or people i know who have kids and it would only be pushed little brief periods of time so i wouldn't really kind of figure out the culture of it but I think from where where I grew up which is in Brisbane which is a big country city very kind of laid back it's it's you know I, obviously I grew up in in the 90s and obviously things are, are you know culturally different than to, to they are now but I, I don't know like we uh, maybe you could say we got out more we went out and mm-hmm. played, we went out and played more and did this and did that. But I think that's probably a universal thing. And that's just basically technology that has changed that. My my parents were both like, we were, I think I'd regard our family as like middle-class, I think. And like mom, mom had a job. She was a, a she owned a childcare center and, and, and was the director of the Chalker Center as well as owning it. Dad was—he was an estimator, and he worked for a number of construction uh, companies where you know, like he would estimate how much, say, this skyscraper would cost or this 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 mm-hmm. uh, this building would cost, and that that was his job because he would get all the the um, information from architects and things like that, and he would estimate how much it is, and then they would bid on it. And so we were, like, they were both working and, and we were all like, they would, they did everything for us. They sent us all off to private schools and, you know, mom and dad sacrificed a lot to make sure that we had the best that they believed that we, that we, we needed. And so my parents, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for everything that they've, they've done. I, I kind of think that that was is once again probably a universal thing like the parents always want you know what's best for their children they always want them to have better things than what like they did uh growing up and so yeah that that was kind of what it was like for us like we played sport all the time and and they did everything and they drove us here drove us there and drove us to parties and picked us up and did all that sort of stuff and so it was all very much like that
0: It's fantastic. Because not everybody has that, you know?
1: No, no. No, I'm very lucky.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're very fortunate. You know, and there's different even if your parents are together and they do want the best for you, sometimes you 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 know, you'll you'll hear heightened stories from different, you know, different guests on different ways of growing up. I share a lot, I grew up in an angry household, so finding the balance as an adult and in career can be really challenging. You know, and it, what's also interesting is, you know, coming from someone who has had those challenges to someone who's like, wow, you know, life's been really sort of solid on that emotional ground, mm. which it sounds like for you, you've had that really great <clears throat> sort of solid relationship through your life.
1: Yeah, I I, I mean, obviously, there's there's not without my, my own personal demons and things like that, that. But- you know, children will hide things from their parents. There were certainly things in my life that I kind of kept to myself, and, and it was only until recently where I started talking to my parents about those things. One of the things that i've I've discovered is that as good and amazing and doting and, and open as parents can can be, they, they don't always get it all. They, mm-hmm. don't get every, they don't get everything. And that's okay. And that's where I guess the wider community comes into play. Like, you know, you've got other friends, uh, parents who just happen to be more aware of certain things just because of their profession or your, your, your friends or your, you know, you go off to your sporting events and and just interacting with the community. Um, And so on Like certain aspects, definitely I had a solid ground and other aspects, it probably wasn't so solid, but that was a lot of to do with me growing up and me not saying anything or me keeping things to myself because I've always been a bit of a people pleaser. And that's something that I developed ever since like I was four years old and I didn't want to be a burden on people and I didn't want to like ruin anything. And so I would keep certain things to myself. And that does shape who I am as well, compared to having a really solid foundation uh, with family. I mean, we obviously went through our usual family dynamics where, you know, you'd fight here. I'd fight with my dad. I'd fight with my mom. I'd fight with my brothers and my sister. And and then you kind of, luckily, we went we went through that little bit of, a, you know, growing pains, shall we say. And uh, we all just absolutely adore each other now, so which is really good. Really lucky.
0: It's interesting that we can, we have the ability as people. And I love this coming from your point of view and being able to share, uh, especially Mm. as a man, because it's, I think it's not as easy for men to always share a vulnerable part about themselves. Right. And I, and I, and I think that's, that's where I love getting into it with uh, having gentlemen on the show, talking about sort of their vulnerability and their courage and what it takes to actually be able to come back around and say, Hey mom, you know what? I I this went on in my life, and at that time mm-hmm. in my life, I was too afraid to tell you. But now I can.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. It's I, I've kind of found throughout my entire life I have a lot of female friends because I've just been more comfortable being open and honest with them, and they're like equally open and honest with me as well. Like so, I can talk about things that I I wouldn't go and talk to my. My, my uh male friends about you know that there's still that kind of stigma of growing up where you know boys you know are allowed to cry and you know boys uh, you know try and be men and all that sort of stuff and so what do you think
0: that is you, just coming from a from your point of view
1: i think it's probably an, an offshoot of 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 you know, going back to Neanderthal days, shall we say, or, or mm-hmm. where you know you you had to be the protector, you had to protect the, the 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 village or the or the community from from threats, and so you had to be tough, you had to be this warrior, you had to be the hunter, you had to be the gatherer, and so like I, I've read this book, I think it's called Why Beautiful People Have More Daughters, and it's 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 evolutionary psychology, and it and they they talk about our society and why we do the things we do based on evolution. And they say that our brains haven't evolved for 40,000 years. And (laughs) so a lot of what we do, like our social constructs, how we, like how men operate, how women operate, they kind of, they, they study that through, as I said, evolution and how we do a lot of it based on how we were 40,000 years ago when we had like little villages of like, you know 100 and 150 people and 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 that kind of stuff and so it's probably just a continuation a generational kind of thing of of like that lizard brain mentality but then obviously over time it gets influenced by religion or it gets influenced by you know what culture you grew up in and and so and then it comes down to competition. So when me at an all boys school, like we're all kind of you've got all this masculine energy, you've got all these hormones and these these like you know we're we're in our you know prime, shall we say? And we're <laughs> trying to we're trying to figure out stuff and deal with it. And so there was a lot of you know there's there was a, a number of fights. There was a number of this and number of that. And that's where I think that's where I think sport comes into play. Cause a lot of boys can kind of get their bullshit out on the, the sporting field. Yeah. And so I think a lot of it kind of, I mean, I could be very wrong, but this just, this kind of feels right for me. It, it's just this whole, you know, you've got to be the protector. You have to look after your, your tribe. And so if you're showing any weakness, then the other side can see that weakness and can kind of come in for the kill you know there could be one element of a multifaceted equation of why men do that and it could just be one little element it could be just our lizard brain and then another element would be religion another element would be you know society and, and and things like that but you know that's definitely changed like me and my buddies now we're all like my like my best friends my best friends we're all we, we all have no problem kind of being open and honest about things. And I, I've found it a lot easier now to kind of be like that. And one thing I do notice is just say you meet a stranger or, or another guy or something like that and you're, and, and you're talking and you kind of get a little bit deep and open up, you find this kind of light go off in the other person's eye. of kind yeah. of like, Oh, 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 okay and and you realize that they probably have all the stuff that they would like to talk about as well and and it kind of it's like this permission where it's like yeah you're allowed to you're allowed to talk to about share. this sort of stuff yeah mm-hmm. you're allowed to share and it's not going to make you any less of a quote-unquote man or, or anything like that it actually probably makes you a lot stronger because if you read a lot of the like martial arts and things like that yeah you can be tough and strong and you can beat the crap out of someone but they try and that what they teach you is to be calm and restrained and 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 you know not lash out not be kind of aggressive and not be this so uh, it definitely is changing of course you know cultural things take a long time to change yes. like we're to- we're talking about generations here yeah absolutely um, and so like and, and and I guess that's one of the the problems with how advanced technology has become is because technology is advancing so quickly. And so you can say something and then like people will jump on you and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I'm still learning this stuff, but they will, so we say crucify you for, for something that you've said like in the moment when you're still learning. And as a society, we're still trying to catch up with technology. I mean, that's a completely different, conversation but yeah
0: um, yeah yeah absolutely I know we've had a lot of those but I I do find that to be true and sort of you know just I I do want to continue this but just to jump Mm -hmm. back a little bit to go you know the the relationship that you create with men and having these great men around you is what I I love hearing and I think that's one of the things where you know the the having good groups of friends male and female is still really so important and being able to have, to talk to be able to talk about it and and push and build you and build men up as well. Because when men are being vulnerable, it's like, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's this really big deal, but it kind of is. It's like, you know, I really like to applaud that because uh, in a way it really it well, that is the growth. So you're moving into the technology of things. It's you know it, it has definitely softened people emotionally, right sensitivity yeah. wise oh, absolutely. so it's like we're sharing except let's not be so sensitive about what we're sharing. so you, yeah. so it's fight kind of a double-edged sword, right? but on the on the positive side and the flip side of you know allowing women to kind of you know really shine in the spotlight in a way that's that's being built together. You know, yeah. not where women, where men are surpassing and this is the way it is and women, you know, not making the same kind of money. I mean, we're always going to have some sort of fight or force or however it is in, in the in in the world because yeah. like you said, we're not all completely evolved. But when, yeah. you, what do you think when you're surrounding yourself around these kind of people, don't you think it kind of enlightens you in a way that's so different than kind of what we read or what we see in social media?
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I've... I've noticed like the real world quote unquote real world is so different to what you see online. Like I, I, one thing I was going to say before is when you've got a group of say male friends together, like each guy is kind of different. Like I've got friends who are very, very, shall we say alpha male and they're very, (laughs) they put up that strong front and they're very intelligent, very strong. And, 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 that fits in well with our group. And then I'm, you know, I I, I wouldn't particularly call myself an alpha male. I'm, I'm more the the kind of sensitive kind of type. And, yeah. and, but we kind of compliment each other. Like there'll be my buddy who, who like will r- randomly come to me, who's always the strong one and like kind of confess stuff and kind of go, you know, I'm feeling really this and this and this. And then it's kind of like, that's when I come in and go, oh, okay, like I know all about this. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know he will be the one who will who will step in front of me like if something goes on to, to like get involved in a fight, right? L- like that kind of thing. It's a good um, friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, good totally. friendship, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's that's as
1: you were saying before the whole you've got a whole mixed bag of friends and they all kind of of complement each other in different way and so like this whole fight where like everybody has to be the same men and women have to be the same and I'm not I'm not talking about like say money wise uh I'm talking about like I I think we were talking about before I saw a really interesting program and they're talking about how some female characters they're trying to write and they're trying to write them and make them men yeah and and rather than kind of exploring the whole gambit of what like women have to offer and how like men and women to a degree do have many different qualities, but also have, they have very, very similar qualities mm-hmm. and like sometimes trying to correct the ship, like they write characters to be more like super masculine or super male and just do what men would do and make them like unstoppable machines. And, and it loses a little bit of its kind of luster cause you're like, well, you know, I want to see more of this and more of that, and it's the same with men. They make men to be these unstoppable machines. It just kind of is, just kind of boring, or they're making these like you know, really, really wimpy, <laughs> wimpy characters. And so, I, I kind of feel that.
0: Where was I going with this part? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were going back to uh, uh, men and equal, like, like having uh, men and women having to be equal, not not being, yeah, being the financial yeah, I, part, like, yeah, yeah. So I find too, you know, and uh, going with what you're saying is yeah. that there is something beautiful about the male female relationship, regardless, you know, yeah. of not talking about work, not talking about you know in the career space, but talking in this the idea of I've always loved and continue will continue to love chivalry. I love that. I think it's yeah. an amazing thing. I don't ever want that to go away. And I love yeah. the fact that women are being built up so that you can see our attributes. And I think yes. that's kind of the maybe the difference of what you're trying to say is like, we all have yeah. these beautiful attributes, but there's still these qualities. Men are still men. You're strong. You're manly. Yeah. It's awesome. That's what makes yeah. you amazing.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with it. I think that's what it is. It's like, it's just like we were talking about allowing men to be emotional and not kind of like have a go at them for it. And, and they're no longer men, but also, you know, showing that like, you know, the attributes of women, women can be masculine and manly and do this and get into the UFC ring, and beat the shit out of people. And. And like, still be
0: feminine so, uh, yeah, along still, the lines, you know, yeah, afterwards. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, it's just this allowing of like, look, you all do what you want to do and we're not going to like shame any one of you for, for showing this, this particular attribute or that particular attribute. If you want to cry over there, you fucking cry. If you want to be this, you, you do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what we should be aiming for is just allowing everyone to be able to just kind of do that. And, yeah. and you'll probably find that just, if you just allow people to do that, they would probably naturally gravitate towards like, like men will probably gravitate towards more manly things, shall we say, quote unquote. And women will gravitate just naturally because they're allowed to kind of do whatever it is they want to do. Like, unlike back in the day where like, no women, you're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You can't right. do that. And men, and men, you can't do that. But if you just allow the, everybody to kind of do that, I think they did that in some of the Scandinavian countries where they've created the most, like, equal kind of... Yeah, in Sweden. In Sweden, they've done that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The most equal laws that they possibly can to allow everybody to be able to do whatever they want. And I kind of found that, like, men did what men wanted to do and women did what uh, women wanted to do. And then there was, like, a little bit of crossover. And so I think when you remove those barriers is when you just you let people be free to kind of do whatever the hell they want to do. And they will, there's not this kind of burden of like, Oh, I have to do this because I'm a man or I have to do this because I'm a woman. But that's the thing about this whole conversation is it's so complex. Yes. It's so complex. And there's so many different kind of variations and little factors that come into play for each individual thing. Like when it comes to athletics or it comes to this, or it comes to that. And so I think that's the problem with what's happened with a lot of the conversations, it's become so binary where it's like, no, it's this or this rather Mm. than just going, well, no, it's, there's a lot of little factors that come into play. Like they think the reason why this happens is because of this. You're like, no, there's probably about 20 or 30 different, very complex reasons why these things kind of happen. So it's, it's, that's something that you could talk about for hours.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, You can't stuff things into one little box and expect it. Yeah, no. And I'm, and I'm not, educated or
1: smart enough to kind of deep deep dive into that stuff
0: <laughs> sure sure that, that's a deg- that's a degree on its own yeah yeah Th- there's more science <laughs> evolved there uh, for sure but um, absolutely uh but i it does come back to i know for myself i love to surround myself around great people yeah. whoever that is it's part of the reason why i wanted you to come on here because i felt like you know when you meet people that are great and you you have you know like sharing our core group of of work friends. We have a core group yeah. of work friends. There's 22 of us, all men and women, different, mm-hmm. you know, emotional choices, uh, personal choices and we're all friends and yeah. it's really really great outside of our our other relationships and I think that that is really special to to continue to have. And there's, we've got unvaccinated friends and vaccinated friends, and you know, yeah, and it's true. really supporting each other. Uh, of, and that's kind of where I'm kind of going with this is just sort of, you know, helping each other out, lifting each other up. Me doing something and helping you in your career, and vice yeah. versa. And I think that's what I love so much about continuing to do what we do and what we're what we're talking about now is is to keep these conversations open. Yeah. And for people yeah, to, you know, to, to be able to talk and not be afraid to to have the conversation about supporting each other. Cuz really that's yeah. what we're missing I feel like right now, which is why I started this podcast to begin with. I don't want to miss yeah. I don't want people to miss out on having these great conversations. No,
1: absolutely. And and that's the reason why uh like podcasts and independent kind of journalism is taking off so much is because when you've got the internet involved, you can have three or four hour conversations on things. You can do an independent kind of journalism, like show for like an hour and a half or two hours and really talk about stuff rather than having it go for 30 minutes. And then it's just people just yelling at each other. And And I think that's why like podcasts and, and things like that are, are so powerful, but also it just kind of goes to show how thirsty everyone is for, just you know it's it's like the, the modern day book where back in the day like what you would people would just you know like just consume books consume yes. books and that's how you got your knowledge and so now people because of the way the structure of, of society is now we can consume podcasts we can drive our car like you know you drive to work and you listen to podcasts like I can put on YouTube and watch a podcast on YouTube or watch kind of like like right now on my TV while I'm talking to you there's I've just got a program on in the background and it's these two guys who created a movie review channel 10 years ago and it's just two regular joes talking about movies and how much they love movies and they deconstruct movies just like everybody else can and it's fantastic i love watching them if they're not they're not professional critics they're not working for like you know Huffington Post or whatever it is, these are just two guys who are having a beer, talking about movies, and I I, I love that kind of stuff. And I I love, you know, that people love watching that. That's why the new, the new like superstars are YouTube personalities. Yeah, it's because it's because people love that, and it's they feel kind of closer to them, shall we say?
0: And they're not getting sort of this idealized opinion. of someone no, above mean, them right you know yeah like and i, I think mean, that's they, important
1: they, they, they obviously they have their opinion on things but they don't have this overlord going okay we have to um we get paid by this company lots and lots of money so don't you dare talk bad about them then right. uh talk about this talk about that i mean of course youtube if we're just going to talk about YouTube has its own terms and services and, and, sure. and things like that. And, you know, they, they do have their ideological ideological bend, but like, for the most part, it's, it's quite free out there, which is, which is good and obviously does have its bad things. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just amazing. And you and I are in an industry that has like has benefited and suffered because of it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a whole other podcast. Uh, (laughs) But um, no, and I I really do appreciate you sharing, you know, coming on here and sharing just part of you. And I think that's what makes us human, right? Is just the the human contact, you know, what's important, where you're from, but it really just sort of family means a lot of things. And I, I, Mm -hmm. and I'll kind of, you know, just kind of wrap this up and let you kind of finish. But Family means you know you have your born family and then you have the family you choose Yes. and the yes. family you choose is what makes you kind of help continues to make you who you are because you're making yeah, absolutely you're providing that surrounding for yourself of, of yeah. um, incredible people
1: no definitely definitely that, that's that's one of the beauties of obviously going out in the in the, the big bad world is you know you choose your friends you, you you go to this you go to these particular things, you read this, you read that, and you gain the knowledge and and kind of learn how to how to be your own person and then i guess when it comes to having your own family that's where you then like like give them your knowledge while also keeping them like letting them know that they can be their own people and i think that's that's obviously i don't have my own my own family Um, that I'm aware of. Um, (laughs)
0: um, yes. Doody do.
1: And so that's kind of how I kind of feel that I would be is to go, Hey, you know, this is what you're going to be. And, you know, like, like the virtues of, of being a good person, but while also kind of giving them a, a, like a longer leash to kind of like you be your own person. Like I'll, I'll give you what, I can while you're growing up and you're under my house and you're like this and this and this, but then it gets to a point where they kind of start to blossom and go off on their own. And that is where I actually think a lot of the, the animosity and the fights start to occur with, with families. Like, cause we all kind of started getting a little bit like getting into fights with mom and dad and this and that. When we, when we started to kind of become, not adults, but we're getting there and we start to feel like we know better and we know more because we, we're going out with friends and doing this and doing that. And it's just this kind of like this slow pushing away of like, no, no, no I want my independence. You don't need to be like that with me anymore. You don't have to be my quote-unquote mother that I was when I was two years old.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I think that, that would be an interesting kind of thing to explore. Um, and then you go off on your own and that's when you – realize and appreciate how much your parents did for you when you are often independent because when you have a look in in like in the wild like the animals they get to a certain age and then boom they piss off yep and that's it and that's it like yeah (laughs) like you look at you look at cats like the 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 mother cat will look after the the babies and the the males kind of like yeah whatever and goes away and generally you find after, I, I'm not sure how long of a period of time, but you find that the males will go off and then the females will kind of like stay around. It's like a little pride. And then like a male will come and kind of like take over and be like the, 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 the lion, shall we say, and, and look after the, the surroundings while the, the lionesses <laughs> do all the work. Off, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> Where's this going? Um,
1: <laughs> no, I <was> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, but like have you seen the video of it was like in this I think at this park where the lionesses realised that the male was no longer strong enough to look after them and they absolutely destroyed him. Oh
0: gosh, no, I haven't oh,
1: seen that. Oh, it's it's brutal. Like, this 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 lion was old, like as in, well, that lion has grey hair and wow. old. And so the lionesses were like, You are no longer our you can't le- look after us anymore. And so they basically tried to kill it until the, like the park ranger had to kind of like scare him away and then was basically like, yeah, he's going to die soon anyway. So, so, right. Um, right. Yeah. So, when, wow. You know, yeah.
0: Well, you, they do the week get, you know, sort of picked off in the, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, in the wild so for sure. Already, yeah.
1: You know, so when, you know, ladies out there when your guy can't he's getting a bit old you just take
0: him out um and find someone new yeah take him out <laughs> take, take him out the back uh, take him out the back you know, yeah you know. and move on yeah yeah Yeah. that's great or, advice go for a go for a younger model shall we say yes it's our turn to go for the younger model <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> yes oh i love it that's great Ah, uh, Dan. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll, we'll have to uh, pick another subject next time because I do. I always love my conversations with you, off camera, off everything. We always have some great talks. So yes. I'm I'm happy we uh, we dove into this first. And again, you're such a great person. I I, I want to compliment you on. I just felt like instant friends with you. Instant, you know, oh, you you made instant friends everywhere at work. So you you jumped right in. I'll just share a little I- bit of EJ love. <laughs> uh, and have done Thank such you. an incredible job as, as the actor, but also just as a human being and a person. And I just I love having you as my friend. And, and, and by the way, if there's anything you, uh, you've got coming up that um. I know that I've helped you with a little bit that you want to share, I'd love for you to share. Um. Oh God. Now I feel pressure. Um, no.
1: <laughs> if not, I'll just <laughs> write it the, in the other. Other oh no, the my graphic novel. So yes. Yeah, so we've got we've just finished volume two. We've just finished a Kickstarter for volume two. We're on the process of doing volume three. Volume two is going to be is almost pretty much completed. Uh, we're going to send that out uh, to everybody soon, and we're going to get cracking on volume three as well as a spinoff. And we're just going to keep pumping them out, pumping them out, and then in uh I think in May is when volume one will be available on our comics to movies website, as well as Amazon. Uh, it'll be in libraries in Australia, in schools. Well, maybe not schools because it's rated R, but colleges. In, yeah. Colleges. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we're now looking at uh, expanding and, and being able to sell it in comic book stores here in the United States. And so it's a slow process, but we're, we're getting there, but, we're very, very, uh, excited to release volume two and then volume three, and we'll just keep going and going and going until, uh, until you can't go no more. Yeah. Until we get (laughs) bored. But, uh, that's, that's, that's what's coming up uh, for me. So.
0: And will you say the title again for our audience?
1: It's called fractured shards, fractured shards, everybody. One of my, one of my buddies goes, you do know that a shard is already fractured, right, Dan? I'm like, shut the fuck up (laughs) You're this for me. And that, that's my, that's my, my alpha friend. I'm like, dude, don't fuck this up. Don't, yeah. Don't, right. Come don't, on. don't
0: be that guy. I'm on a roll. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the honesty of our friends, right? Yes, Good people. Yes. 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 <laughs> if they didn't give us a hard time, we wouldn't work harder. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. You're amazing. Uh, thank oh, you thank so you, much. Alice. So are you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Again, I I'm, I look forward to our next journey of whatever it is. Maybe some more EJ Nicole. Who knows? Who knows? Yes, who knows? You don't. If any of you, are the writers out there listening? Listening. Like, I on. hope so. <laughs> get, your shit, get, your, get your shit together.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, you know, there's never a happy ending in Salem. So, you know. That is true. That yeah. is true. Yeah. Otherwise, there would be no show. That's right. That's right. So we like the unhappy ending. That's right. (laughs) All right, Dan, until next time. Thank you for coming on Inspiring Women Revolution. And I will see you all next week.
1: Thank you, Ari. Bye, guys. Bye.